0: Hey, today we're talking about something that's kind of a hot topic right now. Something that I hear a lot about in the entrepreneurial world and I've started hearing it seep into the Christian world as well. The the Bible believing Jesus following Christians and this is just my take on it. This is how I um how I look at it and why why and how I don't get caught up in the this whole idea of manifestation and um, the idea of affirmations and my take on mindset that is a little bit different than just the, the normal of just think different. What are other options for you and think that way? Because let's face it, if we could just think a different way, it would have already happened. If we could affirm ourselves into success, it would have already happened. And if we can manifest things, well, let's, I mean, everything's possible with God, but doesn't mean that we should get everything that we want, that we should be able to say it and it comes to us. I'm curious to know your thoughts. Let's dive in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration. Unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit.
1: Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. And I talked last week about willpower, how it can we can use it for us, and how we can use it against us, like how... Sometimes it gives us that safety net to move forward, but other times it gives us that um, the resistance that, you know, once the willpower is gone, it feels wrong. We feel like, okay, well, that's it. I, I'm a failure. I couldn't do it. Or it wasn't right. All the things. And I mentioned manifestation, affirmation, and mindset. So those are three things that are thrown around now, like candy, like, Legitimately, like candy. They are all over. People just, I manifested this. Or I do my daily affirmations. And just change your mindset. And even I say the, the idea, the mindset thing. And I, I do something similar to affirmations. On the surface, it looks similar. But the idea behind these. And I think that as a Christian, we have to be careful with these ideas how great would it be to like m- the whole idea of manifesting as you say it and it happens like how cool would that be to be like you know what oh i i wish for a you know i'm, I'm manifesting a a new job um i'm manifesting a million dollars so i'm manifesting sitting on a hut on the beach um I, I do my daily affirmations that i am good and i am worthy and i am loved which haven't be the three corny's of every human um, and then the mindset is, I just tell myself to think different. How great would that be if it was that easy? And if it was that easy, we all would have already done it. How many times as a kid did we manifest? How did we, you know, put out there that we wanted that new toy or that we manifest it? We we, we put it out there that we wanted um, whatever, the new digs, the new... Um, the the new album, CD, you know, all that stuff that we wanted. And this affirmation, the idea, well, we'll get to affirmations in a minute, but manifestation, one of the things that bothers me is that it's the heart behind it. It's that self-centered that if I wanted, I should have it. And I think as a Christian, we should really watch that. We should watch the heart behind things because all good, perfect gifts come from God. So in James uh, one seventeen, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like a shifting shadows. Our desires change. Our favorite colors change. Our, um, our food t- likes change. The things that we need change. The things that we want change. Things that I wanted in my 20s. I am so thankful now I didn't have it, and that my priorities now in my forties are so much different than they were in their twenties. One is circumstance I mean, I have two kids, so my desire for a um a good night's sleep i in my twenties, I never really asked for a good night's sleep like that was always I could always make up sleep anywhere i it was when I was working, then I had plenty of time um A day with my friends in my 20s, I could easily go out with my friends. And now we have to plan and not just our schedules, but like 50 other schedules trying to work around them. The idea is that everything good comes from God and he does not change. He's the same today as he was yesterday and he will be tomorrow. He's the only one who sees how our life plays out. And yes, we have free will. And we have some, excuse me, we have some say in those things that we want, those things that we can ask for and we can pray for. Because he tells us, he tells us to ask, ask, you know, seek, ask, knock, and um, so he definitely takes into consideration what we want, what we desire. But when we just manifest things, when we just depend on, I want this, and I am going to manifest, I'm going to stay it out, and then I'm going, to, it's going to come to me. If we don't recognize who it came from, because I'm not saying that doesn't work. I've seen it. I've seen people just say, and I'm like, how in the world? Like, do you? What do you mean you just manifested that, and and it came to you? But we do have to be careful because then we start to believe it comes from us or that it's the universe. Well, who created the universe? And all gifts come from God, all of them. So we need to make sure that we thank him. And it wasn't on our own accord. It wasn't because we deserve it. It wasn't because we are worthy of it. It's because it was a gift from him. And that's one of my issues with manifestation is it seems so I want so it's mine and so it's going to happen. I want this car. Well, what if God knew that you didn't need a little sports car? That something was going to happen and you were going to end up with three kids in the next six months out of a, a tragedy. And maybe that that's why all of a sudden you this car that you're you're driving around may be a little clunkier, a little bit, but it fits three car seats. And I I don't, I think when we just say what we want, and I do think it's important to have a vision to, to ask and to pray. And we'll go more into that in another podcast. And, and actually it's something that I talk about in my coaching program too, the whole idea of vision and dreaming and, and pulling out that deep, dark, not dark, that deep, like seemingly tiny dream that God's put in our heart and pulling that out and realizing how big it actually is. But in Psalm 16 too, it says, I say to the Lord, you're my Lord, apart from you, I have no good thing. If we start depending on ourselves, we start to believe that the good things come from him and it's not good if it doesn't come from the Lord. And I know that many people are probably like, well, I've manifested and it works. Okay, good for you. What is your heart behind it? Who are you grateful for? And what are you using it for? Because honestly, as a Christian, our Whole goal in life is to glorify God. That's our purpose. He gives us different avenues to do it. He gives us different talents to use for it. He gives us different like time and all of that thing. We're so we're different, but it's to be used for His glory. And so when we manifest things, and it's so hard for me because I do hear like Christian leaders talking about the idea of manifesting, and it just. It, it just makes me pause and I hope that it makes you pause and realize, okay, who is this coming from? Who do I ask? It didn't, I just didn't throw it in, in the air and it rained down on me. And so the next one is affirmations. So affirmations are not a bad thing. Um, I I also, well, what I've had the question of what about my, my, daily scripture reading. Is that wrong? Like, well, obviously not. No, that scripture reading that those affirmations of who God says you are, those are, those are really good. However, have you had those, like, I am good. I am worthy. I am all these things, affirmations that feel good in the moment, but for some reason you, you don't actually believe them something deep down. You want to, which is the whole purpose of affirmations, right? Is in time, you'll start to believe it. The problem with that, the problem with affirmations is the pre-work. You can read someone else's affirmations all day and you can say them back, but if they don't actually speak to the stories in your heart and in your head, in your subconscious, you can read them out all day and they will never be rewritten in your brain. That you will never embody them the way that you're desiring. And that's why the proper way to do it is to look, do some pre work and look at the stories. And I talked about um, the term that I like to use is brain priming or it's um, rewiring. Um, But it's really looking at what do I believe and what's true and what's a lie about it? Who does God say I am? And who is the devil whispering in my ear? What is he whispering in my ear? And when I look at that, And when I, and I create these affirmations, these, this brain prime that speaks to truth in my life and the things that are directly holding me back because of the thoughts, because of those stories, those lies, those, those stories that were put there. So without your permission and so many years ago, the stories that speak directly to your heart, they keep you where you are. Those stories that the devil's like, Okay. I don't have to worry about her because she's got that playing in her mind. She's not going to actually go and, and do what God has called her to do. So you have to do the pre-work. What, what's the automatic negative thought that you're you're experiencing? What is the story that you're telling yourself? And from that, what is truth and how, that using that to create a brain prime? Affirmations are not bad. But many of them that you get disheartened because they're not working or you crave for them to work and they don't because of that one piece that's missing. That is the, what does it speak? How does it speak to the stories, the lies that I'm embodying, that I'm believing, that are not true, that are not serving me, that maybe I use for protection one time, but are not actually being helpful at this point they're not serving me now now mindset let's do let's talk about mindset the thing about mindset is that it's it's all over the Bible Renew your mind how many times do we just tell ourselves to think something different to make another choice to to do something different and it'll be okay and it will all work out. Oh, we just needed, we just need to force ourselves to think differently. Well, that goes into that brain prime that I was talking about, that to change your mind, you actually have, there's that willpower that lasts about two weeks, but there's also the science of the way your mind was created. And the more I study the mind, the more I see that the way that you rewire it, the, the way you rewrite those stories is incredibly biblical. He, like... God lays it out for you how to renew in the morning and the night to meditate on things that are good from above to, to look at what gifts you have and focus on those for the glory of God. By just focusing on that, well, I just need to think I just need to, I need, I should, I, I, I will just change the way I look at this. And there is something to be said about a perspective shift, but even that there's, there's pre-work that goes behind that. There's that stepping out and understanding what is going on. What do you want? Why is it not, why can't your mind and your thoughts change? Why can't they shift? And it goes back to the stories, the stories that you tell yourself. The stories that were put there that you may not even realize are running on automation. They are running. I mean, I, when I started looking at the stories that were playing, I had a couple of, I, just a few main ones that were so deeply rooted that made me feel like I wasn't worthy of almost anything, that I wasn't, I was never going to be worthy. And part of that was it was an interesting because, you know, and we're taught to be humble. In the Christian lifestyle, you know, you're, you're, you don't want to be prideful and you're not, you know, it's, everything's a gift and you, we're not worthy to receive it, but God's made us worthy. But see, we f- we forgot that one part of God made us worthy. He says we were worthy, whether we sin or not, because we're all sinners and fall short. We may not be worthy of heaven, but he's made us worthy. And so that's one of the the key things that I did not embrace is that if I use what my dreams and my hopes, um, and when I go to God for my, you know, what I want, my dreams, my vision, and, and I help him shape my desires and I go to him to find out who I am. Who I am. And with that event, that is also looking from within. Because he gave us tools. He gave us these thoughts. He gave us this ability to read our thoughts, to understand what's going on inside of us. But we have to accept it. So with the mindset of just saying, oh, fine, I will just change the way I think. And then that willpower comes in. And then we get frustrated because we're still falling into those same habits, those same choices, those same desires, those same, same, same. When we desire change. But the good news is, is that for the manifestation affirmation and mindset, the concept behind these are not bad. They're just misguided. So when you look at the manifestation if you exchange that with prayer, exchange that with, okay, God, show me, highlight, this is what I feel you're saying. This is what I feel you're doing. This is where, because it's been proven over and over, God won't push you and he can't shift you until you start acting. There's something powerful that happens when you speak out loud something that you want. And I think that that's the idea of where manifestation came from, because there is so much evidence that you speak and it, and it happens, but that's not all. That's not the whole story that that's just part of it. And it's crazy to see all the, you know, for sure. I can, I can see someone who got something that I wanted and see that it's easy that they just manifested. I didn't see the work that they put into it. I didn't see the behind the scenes that the back of the quilts, that messy part where they worked for what they got. And I'm not saying that it has to be hard work, but there are steps you have to take. There are things that you do in order to receive. And sometimes it's just be grateful and use what you have for good. Give yourself your your time, talents, and your treasures. I heard that at church the, a few weeks ago. That that's what God wants. And I'm like, it's true, because time is my most precious resource. But treasure, a lot of times, is the hardest to give. And then that that t- those talents, we forget that those are to be used. We focus on our weaknesses. We focus on the things that we're not good at. But friend, you were giving a lot of strengths, a lot of talents, that if we focus on those. Then we can move forward. Then we can we can step into that. I mean, with the affirmations, when you start focusing on your strengths, not in a prideful way, but in a confident way of these are the gifts God gave me. And it's actually a sin to not use them. It's why would we not want to focus on the strengths? Because it makes us feel like we are being too confident or prideful. Well, that's where the weaknesses come in and they're, they're our guideposts. Those are our, ours are our connection to, those are our grounding tools that keep us connected. Those are our thorn in the side. So if we look at that as our strengths are the gifts, those are the talents that we are to use for God. When we use those, we talk to him about our, our vision and our, and our dreams and you know what we do want. And then we, we use that to create who, well, who does God say I am? Well, if you're a fabulous brain surgeon and that just comes naturally to you, that's your talent and, and use that. For me, when I realized that I actually can see how pieces are put together and I can see how the, the question of who am I now, I can see how that's answered through strengths. It shifted from a prideful, oh, I'm better than and I never thought I was better than anyone. I'm not better than any of you. I you guys are some of the stories that I hear, and when I get to meet you, I am like flabbergasted. I I really like that word. But I I you guys have so much to teach me. But I do understand that the gift and the talents that God has given me and the steps that I've taken. And that brain prime of understanding, embracing that so I can use it for his glory. That's where all of a sudden things start looking like they are happening and they are, but it's not something that I just said out loud. And then it came to me and God could totally do that if he wanted to. The other thing is that with the mindset is I had to work on that brain prime rewiring my brain and removing those lies that are keeping me overwhelmed and anxious and stuck. And once I started doing that, and I started focusing on the truth and my strengths, the other pieces started falling in place. And I know that um, it may seem like the differences are subtle, but it's based on the heart, based on the desires, based on who I think for the good things that come to me, who I thank for the good things, even if they seem hard, even if they seem, um, well, some of the biggest lessons were when I walked through the fire and you know, you, you grown when you get to a point where you're like, thank you, God, for allowing me to walk through the fire. There, There's nothing that can change my mindset and my ability to to be connected to God, like walking through those that fire and growing and the tr- those trials that I have nothing else to do but trust. The key is take that and then when things are good, you continue to trust and do nothing but connect to God. And so as you're focusing and I'm because I know that you've heard so much about affirmations and manifestation and mindset and I know that you're that it's that willpower that comes in. It's like okay, I can well, I can do that. I can just say that I want um, that I, I want a, a job that affords me the ability to be home in the evenings, so so I can spend time with my kids. You say that you pray that there is an energy that comes in that 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 when you start to. To say it and like your brain start to see it starts to see how it is possible. Because your brain has to see it before it can believe it. This is why faith is so important. See it, say it, sew it. What does that job look like? And I'm not gonna go in too much into this because it would take this podcast in so much, so much longer than I want it to be. But recognize Don't fall into that trap of, oh, just manifest it and it'll be yours. We all know who gives and takes away. And coming from somebody who God has given, he has also taken away. I can recognize how all of it is for his good purpose, his good loving. And he does it not to hurt us, but to refine us and to bring out our strengths. So don't negate. His role in your life, go to him over and over, and just ask for him to show you opportunities, show you like highlight I ask him a lot of times to, to highlight the areas I should focus on, highlight the wisdom, highlight because I'm a little like it takes me a while to catch on to things, um especially for him because I'm so worried about keeping you know okay, I want to do the right thing well. Sometimes I so focused on the right thing, I don't see the thing right in front of me that I'm the path I'm supposed to go. And so, because sometimes this just looks easy, it's too, you can't take the easy path. And like God's yoke is is easy, it's light. So don't fall into that trap. The thinking that okay, if I just manifest this, or if I just do my daily affirmations that my mindset will change, that everything will be better in my life. I wish, I wish that that were so, and I, and I know, and I've talked to so many women, so many women who've been living in that world where it's like, I've been manifesting it for for three years and it just hasn't happened yet. And then I asked, you know, have you asked God for it? Well, no, I guess not particularly like, well, then who gives, who takes away? it's god so just keep that in mind don't fall into those traps and and stay the stay the course stay the course prayer works and understanding who god made you to be and understanding how he created your mind and what your strengths are and your weaknesses that will start to help shift your mind and Renew your mind every day, day and night, scripture and these good things. Because the more we focus on the good, the more good we see, the more good is around us, the more good we can allow in our lives. Because many times God's just waiting to bring it to you, but he's not going to be down the door. He's waiting for you to open your hand so he can set in your hand instead of pry open your grip to put in your hand. So with that, I'm going to end here. I have two things to share. On November 10th, I have an Enneagram course coming and I, um, you'll be able to sign up starting tomorrow. This course is, um, it's just, if you want to understand the basics of communication, how can I elevate my communication? One of the things that I realized is by understanding my core values, my core motivations, my core fears, by understanding in my heart where what those are and how they play a a part in my communication, I was able to shift mine to actually communicate clearer and better and more effectively and communicate the way I wanted instead of reacting the way that I'm like, why do I keep doing the same thing? So starting tomorrow on um, Tuesday, you'll be able to sign up for that. And that's on November 10th. The other thing is, is that I have a, I have a group starting. So some of this, th- some of these things, this brain prime, the the whole concept of that and the, the mindset. And if you, you're asking yourself this question of who am I now, you've been through a transition and how many transitions and how many identity crises do we have? In a lifetime, um, how many hats do we wear, and we get to the point where it's like, I don't know what hat is actually me. How many times are you a people pleaser simply because you don't know what you want or who you are? That's what we're going to dive into, and we're going to dive in, and it's going to be a small group. I I only have a few spots left, and I won't open it past those few. But and the women that are already in the group, we are already starting. Um, we're you know that that shift is changing already when you say yes to yourself and to what's possible. And when you ask yourself that question of who am I and who do I want to be? Things start happening. Those, that, those, that mindset, we start to get down to those stories and how to rewire them, how to rewrite them and how to pick them out, how to actually get to the bottom of those ants, those automatic negative thoughts. So if you're at least a bit interested, um, get on a call with me. That's the way I just, I want to make sure that everyone's in the group is actually ready to be in the group and that the group's going to mesh because this is going to be such a powerful, um, a powerful time. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun, but it's going to, we're going to see God do some amazing things. So get on a call with me. Um, you can schedule
0: it on my website or um, amoreacoaching.com backslash discovery call. I think that's what it is. But anyway, I cannot wait to see you there.
1: And with that, friend, choose joy until joy chooses you. Bye for now.